Morning, church. Is Mike working? Good, good. Hope you all was, were blessed by those uh, songs. I was, certainly was. We talk a lot about uh, worship leading, and it's all for the glory of God, and we, we try not to get focused on our preferences. But I think we'd all be lying if we said our preferences never weigh into what we enjoy. Um, and there's some worship songs that I resonate with a lot more than others, for better or worse. Today's happens to be one of those, especially a song we closed with. That's uh, one where I have to uh, concentrate on the music sometimes and not get too lost in what I'm actually singing, elsewise I'm unable to sing, especially coming in to, to talk a little bit about the book of Romans. So anyway, wonderful to be here today. Uh, I titled the sermon, Grace Alone. If you're ever curious where we get our ideas from, at least I'll speak for myself, I think Mike as well, but there's a, we use a, a several commentaries, but there's one that's great called a Christ-centered commentary, and they've got lots of books of the Bible um, and we usually try to use that to pace because they've done a great job in those books specifically of kind of breaking down subject matter into chunks that are very digestible. Today's is the first half of Romans, and it's not called Grace Alone. Last one was called, in the book, was called Faith Alone. It speaks a lot about faith, but um, anyway, it was too good to pass up using another alone because we get a chance to talk about uh, the, the five solas to some degree. So we'll get into that, but I'm really, really excited today. Um, before, we, uh, before we jump in and read... Um, you know, I just want to reiterate, I'm, I'm happy to beat this dead horse a little bit, but some of the stuff we might talk about, are you here, you may be here for the first time, like, oh, I have so many questions, but I'm not, I don't know who to ask. When in doubt, you can email any of us directly on Facebook, you can put a message on the chat. Uh, there's usually a couple people that are trying to keep an eye on that. For those that are watching out there on Facebook right now, welcome. We hear you, we want to hear you, we want to engage with you. So whatever you got to do, uh, call the, the, the church, you could leave a message, uh, we'll call you back. Office at Calvary Heights goes to a whole bunch of people that'll get in front of your question. I don't want people to feel like just because you're online that you're going to be forced to take all this and do something with it yourself. We want to we want to connect those dots, especially when we talk about some of these complicated matters in some regards, like the Book of Romans and its impact on us. So, anyway, enough of that. Let's go ahead and jump on into our Bible verse. We'll be in Romans five. Just going to do eleven verses today. If you got your Bibles, feel free to follow along. If not, it should be on the screen. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through Him, we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. For while we were still weak, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since, therefore, we have now been justified by his blood, much more shall we be saved by him from the wrath of God. For if we were enemies, we, pardon me, for if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more, now that we are reconciled, shall we be saved by his life. More than that, we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. Let's pray. Uh, Heavenly Father, powerful words. Um, you know how special they are to me. Lord, thank you for letting me get through them without uh, puddling up too much in the uh, pulpit here. Uh, and Lord, as I 
Uh, prepare to divide this word rightly, Lord. I pray that you, you will speak uh, infinitely louder than I ever could, Lord. Let my words be yours, and let your word triumph over all of the words of man. Thank you for this time together. It's in your sense, I may pray. Amen. All right, the book of Romans. Um, I am very excited about today's passage. I don't have a life verse. I'm not saying it's a bad thing to have a life verse. I don't have one. But if I did, <laughs> it would probably be Romans 5.8. It has, it had, has, and will have tremendous meaning to me, and I'm, I'm, it's a blessing to be able to teach it today. For those that don't know, we, we usually sit down, Mike and I, Mike and I, not Mike and Ike, Mike and I sit down, and we, we plot out the, the course of, of teaching based on a book and what we're going to do, and we just divided it up, two sermons each, two, two, two. It just so happened that this aligned here, and it wasn't intentionally planned by me to do so, 